Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Game Time Decisions. What was 32 is now 3. Vive la France. France advances to the World Cup Championship game. Will they face off against England or Croatia? The dream matchup, of course, is France versus England uh, for the uh, media and um, specifically Fox Television, who's uh, getting beaten down in this World Cup. But truth be told, I didn't even know the games were on Fox. (laughs) I sort of knew. I often forget. And, uh, you know, I've been watching the... um, I've been watching the uh, the British uh, feeds more than the Fox uh, feeds. The streams, yeah, lots of di- lots of different streams globally, Gabe. Uh, that's why they're getting murdered. Although whatever uh, whatever feed and uh, stream it is, it doesn't matter. I ended up uh, just getting screwed over pretty good, in which I thought things were going to uh, turn out uh, pretty good. In which you know I had the first half draw, boom, cash. Good call. I had both teams uh, to score. I had the game to go to a draw, and uh, once France took the one nothing lead, uh, the, the draw, and then both teams to score, sort of became correlated on Belgium, who really just sort of, um, they hit a wall, man. They, they just, they, they hit a wall. And it you know, reminded me of Germany when Germany got eliminated, in which they really didn't even have that many chances in the last Went out with minutes. a whimper. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you even called it. You're like, pull the goalie a little bit earlier, take some chances. De Bruyne had a couple lovely crosses. Lukaku usually gets to those. He didn't. It just it didn't fall their way at the end of the match. You know what's crazy, too? Soccer is so much like hockey. It really is. They're yeah. so similar from a strategic standpoint and from a psychological standpoint. But the, the fact is, Belgium were the better team. In the first half. For sure. Early, they were dominant. Belgium were aggressive. Belgium, like, came out, looked like, hey, we're trying to win this game. Meanwhile, France were kind of tepid. And uh, then, boom, the second half uh, started. France came out on fire. It's like they were just running, you know, a time and a half faster. Like, they just raised it up a notch in the second half. They scored that goal. And uh, Belgium just uh, completely hit the wall. Great call on the hockey analogy. Teams coming out early and they get that hot goaltender. Stop, stop, stop. What happens? You see it all the time. The other team. It's actually, that is the mantra of sports. If you don't score early when you have the momentum and pressure, you're usually going to give up one. And you told me afterwards when I was arriving, Gabe, after the one nothing goal, which I heard on the radio, you said France had a breakaway, almost made it 2-0. So Belgium, a little bit of a collapse early in the second half cost them the whole damn game. They've been extremely resilient. Uh, throughout the entire tournament, uh, but they they hit uh, they hit the wall. And uh, listen, France were that good. And it frustrates me too because France were was uh, my original pick to actually win the World Cup along with Germany. Should have just bet them both because I could have gotten France in the plus seven hundred six seven hundred uh, range. As it is right now, you can get France 
at minus 150. I think that seems pretty good. They're better than uh, England and Croatia, don't you think? Yeah. And only laying 50 cents to yeah. win? I doubt they'll they'll fall under the pressure right now, now that they're into the final. Yeah, I, I would say 50 cents seems like a pretty like fair beating, price. Beating Belgium. Belgium are better than Croatia or England. England yes, for sure. And just even stylistically, stylistically, like um, England are kind of screwed, I think, against France. Yeah, I think France... Well, I said this coming into this. I, I sincerely believe that whoever won this match today was, you know, going to eventually win. On Sunday, I thought Belgium could find a way to get through. They didn't. It is what it is. And listen, I'm not, uh, I'm not, there's no excuses uh, here. Listen, I'm not Belgium. I'm not taking this personal. I'm, I'm more pissed off about the corner kicks. Yeah. Like, for the love of God. Yeah. For the last yeah, 20 six. minutes. <laughs> for the last 20 minutes, I needed two corner kicks. Like, I, I swear to God, man, so many times the ball would just, like, roll out, like, in the wrong direction. I was like, come on, man. Just give me one damn more corner kick. No, 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 no. Couldn't couldn't get the corner kick. But I will say that the officiating was brutal. Oh, at the end of the game especially. The Hazard, guys were getting killed. Hazard guy, uh, man, he totally got tripped yep. right in front of the box. Should have been a free kick. Definitely. From a pretty dangerous freaking spot, too, man. Like, a real dangerous spot. Like, how that was not a free kick is beyond me. It was a blatant foul. Yeah, and the ref goes, play on. It was, yeah. It was, and with the De Bruyne there and the way he can uh, bend the ball, yeah, you're absolutely right. It would have been very dangerous. No, it, was, it, was, it was a blatant foul, not called. Yeah. And then an extra time, Mbappe starts Mbapping yeah. uh, with the clock there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, come no on, job. man. So it's like, yeah, big deal. You gave him a yellow card. Like, if he deserves a yellow card, like the ref, and I knew. I even said during the game, I said they should add on about two minutes to extra time here because they added on six minutes, and then France wasted a good two, three minutes and a six minutes, and then a referee gives him a yellow card for it but doesn't add the time back on. Exactly. Yep. It, the yellow card actually is insignificant due to the, the last game. You have to get a red card to miss the final. Now, you know, to me, to me, I've had enough of this crap, and I think they need a damn clock. Like, just, just start clocking this stuff. Like, when the play stops, stops. and the guy's rolling around, yeah. you hit the stop, boom. And you get an exact, like, nine minutes yeah. of extra time, gets, not just a guess. When he estimate. gets up, you're like, all right, that's 2.38 seconds. And you just, you add it up. And at the end, the referee just asks the statistician, hey, how many extra minutes. time minutes yep. are we adding here? Not a guesswork. Not this crap where it's, like, subjective. Yeah, what do you mean subjective? Uh, you see it all the time. I, I'm with you. I, I agree like with you. Sometimes they let a team like get that like <laughs> extra out. chances. I dude, know. that was a quick like the dude blew the whistle at like six oh one this time. So yeah. like, the ref was like six minutes. All right, it's like guy France wasted three minutes. Now listen, I'm saying Belgium wouldn't have scored because they know. were that useless. But I could have got that corner kick. That's true. No, you're right. The, the like, way I'm it, not saying they no, would have scored. It's it's absolute BS. The way the the extra time, the way they add time on, it is. It, it's just every match is different. Sometimes it's nine minutes, three minutes, whatever. They just guess. Guys can lie on the. Can ground. you imagine can trying to pull this off in college football or the national football? Oh, people league? would lose their nuts. Where it was like nuts. you're on the eight yard <laughs> exactly. line. You're on the eight yard line. <laughs> you're down by like four points. You need a touchdown, and the ref just comes in. Yeah. Game, no, 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 no. Game's over. over. Sorry, that's it. <laughs> It's arbitrarily over right now. It's like, what do you mean it's arbitrarily over right now? You know, the guy just spent two minutes lying on the ground. Yeah, for the biggest sport in the world. Like, they got away with it. Like, France, France were essentially rewarded for this at the end for killing three minutes. And 
to be honest, I've never really seen a team be so insulting and try to kill the time in the way that they did. Oh, yeah. The guy's like, oh, like sitting on the ball. Like he just stood there. He doesn't do anything. So the ref has to tell him, hey, you have to do something with the ball. And then after you see when it's Belgium's ball, Mbappe, he throws it not towards the guy. So he sort of rolls it away from the dude. Then he runs over to the ball and starts, like, running away with it. (laughs) (laughs) He's got the ball. No, but they're like, oh, yellow card. And then he announces even, you can't do that. This is the World Cup. Oh, they did. Well, they just did. Exactly. And they see at the end, like, in the corner kick, Mbappe and and Pogba are, like, blocking the corner and they're just standing there doing nothing. It's like, holy crap, guys. Listen, Belgium brought it upon themselves. Yeah, they should have scored early. I'm just pissed about the corner kicks. And, you know, the both teams to score and the draw. Yeah, they had their chances early. They just like they things, capitalized. Things, uh, things started off uh, well, but they seemed to end poorly. <laughs> Start well, end poorly. <laughs> they start... they, uh, seems like an ongoing theme. <laughs> things started off great, yeah, but... Yeah. Chances. They didn't score. They didn't, they didn't score. They, they, they came out guns ablaze, and they didn't score. All right. So uh, my life might suck, people, but uh, the fact of the matter is yours won't today because uh, we've got two tickets to the World hey, Series to give away again. I like the contest. Well, we're trying to give them away. Yeah, we will. The, number, we'll to call, the number to call is 844-84-FNTSY. It's 844-84-FNTSY. Am I allowed to participate? In the contest? Yeah. That'd be nice. <laughs> you know what? I'd lose, too. <laughs> no, there's those questions. I'm, not, I'm telling you, they're not, they're not easy. I'd lose, too. I, I'll I, be I honest. Can't Four of those questions, they're tough. Like, I could tell you who the manager of the Milwaukee Brewers is and a couple of the others. but And I'll tell you what. Today, we're going to be much more militant on the time. No, people. you're right. I was a little bit slack on the time. You've, uh, got, six, three, six, you've got three to five seconds. If you yeah. don't answer rapid five fire, you're, yeah. you're gone. Yeah, Deep buzzer. This guy looking stuff up. I know he got threw one past me, Gabe. <laughs> you're right. You called it too. You're like, ah, it seems a little long. Six or seven. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I did look it up. I like the honesty, though. He was honesty. Like he told us. Well, at the end, yeah, he was he like, cheated. oh, yeah, of yeah. course I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to go. One. We're going to go for another round. I'm hoping our boy Pushy gives it a shot. Pushy. Today, you know, Pushy, you're one of our most loyal listeners. So you might as well try to take advantage yeah. of this, Pushy. Except I get the feeling that Pushy's uh, probably got, like, an arrest warrant out for him or something like that, and he's not allowed to travel internationally, and he knows the Blue Jays won't be in the World Series. Good point. (laughs) Hey, it's tough to cross the border these days, Gabe. It's not easy. It's not easy. It's getting tougher. So, uh, yeah, listen, if you're, like, in Los Angeles or you're in New York or you're in Boston, like, really, the World Series is only going to be in a couple of cities. It's either going to be in Boston, New York, Houston, LA, LA, or Chicago. Yep, yeah. yeah, that's about right. Or both, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's one game, correct? You get one game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 We're not. Is it your city? Is it city of choice? Listen, we're not. We're not. We're not flying people around, man. Like all seven baseball oh, games. Hey, hey, that's all. That's, I know that sounds expensive. You think this is? <laughs> you think fancy sports now? Yeah. 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 You're, we Open have it, wallets. Yeah, you didn't hear? You didn't see the uh, the memo, the press release? Uh, the Fantasy Sports Network, we bought a uh, a, a mobile studio RV. You and I are traveling. We're going to travel the country in the RV. That sounds amazing. Like Madden. Oh, that would be great. Does it sound amazing? <laughs> yeah, it does. I, 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 li- I like RV living. 
It sounds amazing for about the first three days. Yeah, it could get tough after a while. You're right. On the road. I actually saw a thing the other day. The um, There's a new... People uh, like to be on the move a little bit, so uh, RV living is at an all-time high right now. They're selling more RVs than ever before, and uh, there's now RV trailer parks. But communities, gated trailer park communities. Really? Upscale. Yeah. Wow. In which... They're RV snobs. Like, you have to have a nice-looking yeah. RV to oh, yeah. be allowed like in, you, in you this. You can't yeah. walk in with a piece of crap where they kick you out of the lot? No, no you can't roll in with your cutlass with, yeah. like, sort of a U-Haul attached <laughs> to the back. Hey, guys, just going fishing. How you doing? No, they're like, it's like an upscale yeah. snob. But the thing is, Cam, no, there's, like, golf courses. It's a community. Wicked. It's a gated, beautiful community and stuff, except there's not homes. They're RVs. I like it. And, I like it. Yeah, but the RV, you must, it must, like, there's a standard so, to the RV. So they're, yeah, they're rich, they're, 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 yeah, they're top, and they're the top of the And they're basically saying it's like a new, it's like a new way of living. Like, people are having barbecues, inviting the neighbors over, because they all have, check out my new RV barbecue. barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, they're, they're, these they, things are, like, modern. They're better than houses. They're not whipping out hibachis. They got, like, Weber grills and, like, top-notch oh, yeah, yeah. stuff. No, yeah. you're right. And nice kitchenettes in there, beautiful beds. No, it's not like the old, uh, the old uh, shitbox RVs. These ones sound pretty good. Yeah, you know what I was thinking about? Maybe that's that's the way to go. Actually, what live in an RV? Yeah. My brother has one. He's traveled around with it, but his is pretty shit. I'm not going to say it's like a new. No, you just park the RV one. somewhere. Yeah, just, no, that's, that, the thing. that's yeah. it. You want to go see the mountains, mate? <laughs> park it up. You know, you do your thing. Hey, RV's got shower. They got a bed. You got some uh, hot plates. You're ready to rock. The only thing is, I'm not the biggest maintenance man as it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fixing an RV yeah. sounds <laughs> sounds like a tough tough task. It's a big heavy load of machinery. You're right. You got to be pretty uh, yeah, handy. I'm, yeah, like yeah, that's the thing. Like you want to be changing the septic no, tank? I, no, I don't actually. Like yeah. you and I on the why road, the, who's why changing is, the septic tank? Why is tank? it the Why is the liquid blue? <laughs> it's not blue anymore. No, you're right though. It's like a portalette. Yeah, I don't want to be the guy going under it at the concert there. No thanks. But you're right. I think RV uh, would be very, very expensive to fix. I saw a thing. Uh, a I saw a thing online yesterday about airlines uh, been told to stop dumping feces. Yeah, I never really thought about it before. That, that's what they do. They just open up the hatch and let it go. Well, when they fly, yeah, they just yeah, sort just of open right it up a couple atmosphere. of times. It will, you're so high, right? What is it? Ha- what is what does the feces and piss do? It just kind of evaporates into the sky. Like, does it fall? I, I, yeah, I I think it does fall. <laughs> Interesting. From what I'm trying to think of the altitude which it would be, you know what I mean? <laughs> Something non-scary. I wondered about that. That's, like, yeah, no, they do it all the time, Gabe. That's how they. Like, I flicked yeah. a spider off my balcony the other night. I didn't want to kill them. That's nice. But I wanted to get rid of them, so I sort of just flicked them off. And I was wondering after, like, what happened to them? You probably caught on a web to another balcony. They're pretty. Uh, I know. That's what pretty, I they're pretty good. That well, way. I actually figured he would just sort of land. Buddy, I got. I got you a, know what I mean? Yeah. Like the wind would blow him and he'd just sort of land and he'll stick wherever he lands. You Renzi, know? I'm going to tell you, <laughs> this is nuts. I have a bird nest living in like on top of my life, like outside my house. There's bird shit everywhere, but I love the bird. I can't get rid of it. It's a huge dove and it just shits all over my uh, front porch. But every morning I see it and now it knows me. It's not even scared. And. The, bur- the bird, it's one's a girl and one's a guy. They switch times. Like, one is smoother, and the guy's got a little bit of a mohawk, so I can tell he's the dude. And, she- and they just had babies, and they built another nest in my tree. I got a bird sanctuary in my house. One of these days, they're going to attack you. Yes, they will. They're, uh, but right now, they're friendly. You're going to come home all drunk, and yeah. you're going to get attacked by a couple of birds. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's crazy. They fused the nest like right under my light. Like it's crazy. I, I'll show you a picture of it. It's pretty yeah. nice. Flying Brian J yeah. from MMAmania.com just uh, reports the prosecutors have uh, just hit MMA fighter Nick Diaz with a second felony charge of domestic violence. Uh, stemming from a May 24th domestic um, incident in Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, which leads me into LaShaw McCoy, in which I woke up uh, this morning and I see, oh, LaShaw McCoy did this, LaShaw McCoy did that, like he's O.J. Simpson 2.0, and and I start looking around for, like, credible news sources besides uh, hot, hotnewhiphop.com. <laughs> And um, and um, There's someone's Instagram page, and it's amazing to me. People are like, I'm, "I just burnt the jersey. He should be banned from the NFL." Where's the police report? It's like it's a hashtag. It's trending. Oh, he should be you know banned from the NFL. People are tweeting the Bills. I'm not supporting the Buffalo Bills anymore. Guilty before proven innocent. I'm thinking really. So that's all it takes. It's one unverified Instagram post. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fancy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Well, I guess it's kind of fitting. Bring back the rope. There's the beep, beep, beep. Just a joke. Bring back the rope. Bring back the rope. I love your line last time. No copyright infringements. Yeah, if you're wondering, for the record, uh, that's uh, that's my bad homicide. Uh, That that's from like the mid '90s. So just talking about uh, this, we'll bring big man on campus in Jeff Nadeau, who's actually from Philadelphia, so I'm sure he's got an opinion on LeSean McCoy, but. You know, it's funny, people on Twitter that were burying LaShawn McCoy about six or seven hours ago, not a lot of tweets yeah. since. And people that I respect uh, here, here's uh, Robert Latal, LaShawn McCoy accused of brutally beating a woman. Um, here's Rob Pozzola, someone yep. you and I, Rob Pozzola, he should be banned from the NFL. Um, yeah, we can go on and on. You know, I'm burning his jersey, I'm no longer, uh, he should never be allowed to play again. I'm burning my jersey. I'm no longer supporting the Bills. If you don't release them, uh, we can go. Uh, we can go on and on and on. Now, accusations, reports. It's an Instagram post. Yes, that's it. Like I understand to a lot of you millennials out there that are like, quite frankly, not very bright. Um, that um, you know, let me explain something to you. Instagram isn't Walter Cronkite. All right. It's not the news. Instagram is not a reputable, reputable Fact. N- news source. Yeah, it's true. Now, is the picture gruesome? It yes. Is. 
but we don't know the context of the pitcher, where the pitcher came from. Great point. What the pitcher is the pitcher real? What what's the context? Um, you're telling me that if somebody was beaten as badly as that woman was in that picture, allegedly, how come Lashawn McCoy was never arrested? That's what I'm saying. Where's this the at any time? Where's the police report? Like that's the and thing. The Instagram it's on, it's on post Instagram. says so. Basically, he beats his kid. He beat up a dog. He beats up his wife. Yet never before has he ever been arrested for anything before. Exactly. It sounds malicious. It sounds vindictive. If he, hey, Listen, if, I'm if not, he's, I'm if not, he's not, no, if he's done these things, he should be going to jail. But the problem is, in today's society, you shouldn't be guilty before innocent. This no, is, this is amazing. This is one, his reputation's done now. You know, an Instagram post. Guy's been around. Guy's been around for 15 years, 13 years. One Instagram post, and he's both. done. He's done. His career is like, oh, he's a scumbag. It's, even, he's if OJ he did, even if he didn't do it, he's done now. That's that's today's world we're living in. He's history. I think. Okay, so the one thing is, so this picture of of the woman and, um, you know, his girlfriend or whatever. Uh, I guess it's his his, his girl, or his ex girl. I don't know, whatever the picture is. So, this picture, when somebody goes to the hospital like this, it's not like she can say, "Oh, I fell." You know what I mean? Like, yeah, what happened to you? You show up to the hospital looking like somebody just tried to murder you. They, The police get involved. It, yes, they do. Whether, like, oh, she didn't press charges or anything, doesn't no, matter. No, they will investigate. Yes, if there's a serious injury and you're at the hospital, the police are called. Damn right they will. Right? It's pretty simple. So, like, have the police, is there any police reports to any of this? Or is it just an Instagram post? It's an Instagram and post. Like I said, yeah. I'm not going to die on a hill defending LaShawn no. McCoy, but... There's a little thing called innocent until proven guilty. I mean, that used to be innocent until proven guilty where you actually go through the goddamn trial. Now, it's like, no, no, there's no trial. There's a trend. There's a hashtag because, hey, hot, who, hot new com says, hey, LaShawn McCoy, is, you know, he did all this, then he must have did it. Simple as that. You know what? No, yeah, the bills better cut him right now. And I got people, I got stupid idiots on Twitter saying, oh, you're just saying this because he's a bill. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, like if yeah, you I think know. I judge whether a woman's going to get attacked or not on what freaking football team he You're plays, nuts. don't follow me on Twitter. All right? You know, it's it's preposterous. It's just, the, you know, I'm talking about let's let facts come in before you destroy somebody's name and reputation immediately due to an Instagram post. That's the word, that's the world we're living in today. It's 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 not uh, innocent until proven guilty. It's guilty to proven innocent. Yeah. It's the no, no, you're right. Opposite. You got it you're right. That's exactly how the world and that's has the changed. New, that's like the new way in, in politics and everything now, too. It's the, the reverse in, in society. Yes. is basically make people prove the negative. Yeah. Accuse somebody. Sort of like, yeah, hey, like uh, with Brad. You're born in Kenya. Prove you're not. Throw it out there. You know what I mean? Like throw, like put someone in a corner and sort of just make crazy accusations and then say, well, prove you didn't do this. Well, what do you have to hide? So LaShawn McCoy released a statement stating that they're, 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 Baseless, factless, there's there are false accusations. What I didn't like at the end of the statement is when he said, I haven't seen these people in months. <laughs> that part I wasn't a fan of. Yeah, you should have left that part out. All right, let's bring Big Man on campus in. I apologize for my uh, my uh, tirade there, but my opinion, Big Man on campus joins us. What's up, Big Man? Hey, guys, how are you? So um, let's go. We'll get to the soccer in a minute. So you know LaShawn McCoy. You're a big, you're a lifelong Eagle fan, and you know I know that uh, he's a figure in the community there. Of course, uh, Pitt, the Pitt Panther as well. Yep. Uh, so in the state of Pennsylvania, and you know I don't know. Am I? Do I think that LaShawn McCoy is an angel? No. No. 
You know, but what's the worst thing that we know about LaShawn McCoy? What, that him and his buddies got in a fight with a bunch of undercover cops in a, in a nightclub once at 4 in the morning? I mean, this is a pretty big stretch from the accusations to him beating dogs, beating women, and uh, beating up children. Because that's what he's accused of in, in one Instagram post. And, hey, because it's on Twitter, everybody believes it, right? I mean, let's kick him out of the NFL right away. I'm just stating, let's wait and see. Let's get some yep. facts to this. I want to make this very clear. If LaShawn McCoy is guilty of this, he should have to deal with the wrath of the, the law and everything. But I want to make this also very clear. I think what Cam said was absolutely poignant. This is one of the th- sad things about America right now. No person is given a fair trial. No person is given anything. Um, you're guilty because something on Instagram is all of a sudden um, you know, something believable. There's a lot of holes in this story. First of which is, if you read the story, she claims that he beat her up. If you read the friend's post... Then she claims that someone robbed them and beat them up. The story doesn't make any sense. I, I don't think – I know people that know LaShawn McCoy. I know a girl that dated LaShawn McCoy. I've never heard of anything like this. The only thing I've heard was he can occasionally go out with a lot of women at once. But listen. Yeah, remember he, he had the party? Remember he yeah. had a party where Just he says, yeah, yeah, you're a philanderer doesn't mean you're an abuser. Yeah, that's yeah. what I said. Yeah, no. Thank you. Like, once he had a party, and women only. Yeah. He said, yeah, I had a party at a club. Only guy, women are allowed to Guy come. likes to get laid. That's right. his business. So, which which I'm yeah. going to tell you, if, if I had money like LaShawn McCoy, I'd probably have a similar kind of party. I don't want all these guys hanging around. <laughs> Look, I don't want my friends there, but I don't want 8,000 dudes hanging around. I want women around. I, I, like you said, LaShawn McCoy is a pillar in the community. The guy hosts a football camp at my high school. I mean, he's a, he's a guy that we all know here. We want to love and we want to deal. You know, he's a... Philly guy still. I mean, he still comes around. Listen. I know. So like you said, too. So what is it? Is it a robbery? Because I'll tell you what. You go to the hospital looking like she did in that picture. The police are involved. Like they, you know, like we would know that, hey, LaShawn McCoy was accused of this or LaShawn McCoy might have done this. We know everything about everything. So we never heard of anything about this ever before. The guy's been, you know, in the league forever. We never heard anything about anything before. Now suddenly. So according to, to things that I've read that according to that, she's been living in a house that he's owned and she won't leave according to, 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 to what I've read. And maybe she thought that that would be a great way to kind of twist this in. I don't know. Supposedly they haven't dated for, for months now. Uh, she seems like she's a little nuts. I don't know what the story. Again, we shouldn't be talking about it. We should wait. To see what yeah, we'll wait it out. We'll wait you know, it out. It, it, but I just want to throw it out there that you're right. I mean, don't think that it's yeah. never happened before, that it's not a threat that with an athlete that a girl's going to say, I'm going to tell the media this, that you did this. Yeah. I'm going to ruin your career. The scariest thing about like, what you Don't said think earlier, that that stuff doesn't happen all the freaking time. You man. said it, Marenzi. And the thing is, with Instagram, when was that uh, When was that picture taken? We don't know the date. We don't know the circumstances. I don't know. Was she in a car accident eight thing. years like, ago? It, and it, that's it, the thing. You it, just it, was she it. in a car accident? I know. Like, how did you what I like that? I don't know. Exactly. It's also very possible that that's not even her. And that's very possible as well. I, I mean, was wondering, too, yeah. it doesn't look like the same person in, as his girlfriend, does it? Of, in the world of catfishing and things like that, I mean, who knows anymore? I mean, this could be a crazy woman that he probably said, I don't want to be with you anymore. I want to move on to something else. I don't live in Philly or I don't live in Georgia. I want to move on to something else. If you look at his Instagram as well, she also stated that he's been, uh, he, beat her, he beat his son. I mean, if you look at his Instagram, his son seems like he's in love with his father. I know for me, if my father beat me up, I wouldn't want to be hanging out with him on a regular basis. 
You know, I, again, this is a really holy, there's a, we, a lot of holes in this story. I, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. All right, well, here's, um, we actually have breaking news in the story right now. I was hoping this stuff would just go away. So, yeah, there's, there was a home invasion. Sure. So, like, what, what, what is LaShawn McCoy home invading people now? Like, you know, here's the on. thing. Like, that's, you know here's, here's the other side of the story, and this could be the other side. The other side of the story could be he wanted her out. She wouldn't leave, so he hired people to, to go to her house, beat her up, and get her out. She may have said, I don't want to go to the cops initially, called the doctor that she knew off, off the record. The doctor then said, you know what? Um, you should go to the police about this. She goes to the police about it. But if you read into her, she's currently in Europe. If you read into where she is currently, the story has a lot of ways it could go. It could be the way we said, or it could be the way I just stated, where no one would do anything. She has a right to obviously living there. He wanted her out. So he hired two of his friends from high school and said, go beat her up, lock her in the closet, move her stuff out. And uh, we'll see what, what she's doing. Know, it's, a, it's a sick world, man. Like, I don't know if he, well, why will he show McCoy? I don't know. This is it's a weird story, man. It sure is. So this is Milton, Georgia police have just released a statement. On July tenth at approximately three eighteen AM, so that was that's, last that's, night. That's yeah. Last night. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on July tenth at approximately three eighteen AM, Milton police responded to a home invasion in a residence on Hickory Pass near Cherokee County line. The preliminary investigation indicates that this resident was specifically targeted by uh, suspects or suspects and was not a random incident. When officers around, they found one victim had been physically assaulted by a lone intruder. During the altercation, a suspect demanded specific items from the victim. And although an, an adult female victim was treated and released at North Fountain Hospital, a second adult uh, female victim also sustained a minor injury during the incident. Milton detectives are continuing their investigation. Uh, this is an open investigation. There is currently no, no more information. So but. you're telling me from this story, LaShawn McCoy is a prowler who went into this house as an NFL football player and no, not, as the lone no, intruder? Big Matt saying but, he probably LaShawn no, McCoy somebody to come. LaShawn in, McCoy yes. might own this house, house. Yes, and this girl might be living okay. in the house. From also from from certain reports that I've read that I know. Also, George is crazy. Sorry, Big Man, too, but you know this, okay. man. People get jacked outside of strip clubs all the time, man. Everyone's getting sure. followed around. Who knows what this chick is involved with? According to someone, something I read in May, he gifted her. "Quote unquote," a large purchase. Maybe this was it. A home. They had a falling out. He said, "Get the hell out." She didn't do it. Or she could be staging this, and someone. She's listen. Well, if he hired to someone to do this, then it's just as bad. Yeah. You know yes, what I mean? I then then he's it's just as bad if he did it. Then. Or or Gabe, this is all a, a staged event, and you know, listen. What I've learned that women and men are all crazy. A lot of them are. Um, you see some of the stories nowadays. I mean, it's quite amazing. We'll find out a lot more. I want to hope this isn't true, but if it is, uh, LaShawn McCoy should go to prison. I mean, obviously, this is a, a you know a, a disgusting behavior, and I'll, I'll really be sad if it's true because he's a he's a guy around our community that I think a lot of kids uh, look up to. You know, one thing is LaShawn McCoy is obsessed. He yeah. is uh, he is uh, he is obsessed with being in the Hall of Fame. All right, and he's damn close to getting into the Hall of Fame. Like he's, what is he? Like a thousand yards away. Like he he's been talking about it for a couple of years with the Bills. He basically showed the numbers. Look, anyone over eleven thousand yards is in the Hall of Fame, and he's he's right there. He's basically 
He needs another season or two, just as a little icing on the cake. He's been obsessed with it. I just find it hard to believe that he would throw everything away that he's accomplished by hiring a couple of goons and pulling a Ray Carruth here. But, but you know what I mean? Look at it. It's like O.J. Simpson, right? I mean, O.J. Simpson got a couple of guys at the bar, at the casino, at the Palace Station. Next thing you know, pieces are being pulled. That's right. Maybe, you know, his friends are crazier than he knew. Maybe he doesn't, you know, you don't know. For all we know, maybe LaShawn McCoy knows a couple of crazy people who went and jacked the chick. Like, Yeah, but 3.18 in the morning is a bit a bit schemy. And another thing. Well, nothing good happens other, at 3 in the morning, does it, huh? Who's, no, it the doesn't. Other, who's the other, quote-unquote, adult female in the house? I know. Didn't she have something to say about this? Uh, th- th- this is very odd. I mean, again, if you look at her Instagram posts, according, she's not even in this country. It doesn't make any sense, this story, at all. I don't know. I mean, oh, it's, this, this sounds I like, watch a lot of crime stories, and it just doesn't, this, the pieces don't add up. No, no, no. no this it does like, not add up. This sounds kind of strange. It, it, right? it sounds, sounds staged. Yeah, like it, just, it sounds staged. Yeah, like, what's your it deal? Like what's trying to, deal? I hate to say it. It sounds like they're trying to frame LaShawn McCoy. It feels yeah, that that's way to me. I don't know. LaShawn McCoy's tweeting at 7 o'clock this morning about how he's feeling great. Go Bills. Yeah. Training camp's coming I'm up. I'm sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, was that planned? Was he like, well, I'll tweet about the Bills. Meanwhile, I got well, someone listen, beating the shit out of girl in Georgia. Is, Come on, man. Some, he, he's had some judgment concern. I mean, a lot of kids do. A lot of these young kids do. But, I mean, it, like you say, Gabe, he's an all-pro runner. This doesn't make any sense. I mean, and if it is true to be one of the biggest head scratchers in the history of sports, uh, why someone That's all I need is another right? Buffalo Bill running back doing stuff like this. Yeah, this seriously. Is, but but Dick Camp said, I mean, where where do you go with this? So let's say this isn't true. Um, it, it's the fact that we thought it might be true. You know, we he might have people we know that can go rob and, and pistol with people. You know, what is he a loose cannon? Does he have chicks around him that are a concern? I mean, where do you go from here with this? It's it's a uh, definitely a shame. If, oh, the thing is, if he proved that he did nothing wrong, it, the damage is already done. That's that's the thing. That's the problem with today's world. You're already done. Oh, it's social media, and Instagram, whatever. Yeah, it's a stain on you, and you're an innocent person. It's sickening, actually. It, it's 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 like, wrong. Look at that Richard Jewell guy. That's right. Atlanta bombing. He tried. Yeah, he, yeah. He just tried to help, and then ruined his life. Ruined his and life. That, was, and he and was the one that found the he bomb. He found the bomb, and they thought it was him. And then they raided his yeah, house, and then exactly. they're all like, oh, and he screwed up for the rest of his life. And then after, like, within exactly. two days, they're all like, oh, yeah, he's a loser. He yeah. tried to make yeah. the cops. He was too fat. He couldn't. Uh, he's got a pornography addiction. He lives with his mother. He's broke. And Actually, guy he's, a, he's a hero. Like, guy ends up killing himself yeah. after. And, yeah, and, good and, job. And, uh, and he good saved, job. And he saved everybody. Yeah, good job with the rush to judgment. That's a great point. We, we might we might be in a situation here, guys, where, and I, I don't mean to get, like, super deep on something like this, but I don't think we can live in a civilized world with social media. I, I just don't think it's I truly, agree. I, I don't know if it's truly, you know, it's just, it's it's very difficult. It seems to affect a lot of different things, you know. Can can you really be married anymore with with social media around? I mean, it's just uh, you know, you like a picture by accident, maybe. Well, Your things are picture, yeah. I mean, it, it, things it, are uh, defined by 140 characters now. Essentially, yeah, you're right. Like the whole and you know what? the whole trial is a tweet. <laughs> and anyone can you know I can go right now and say something, and thousands of people will buy it and say, well, might be true because someone on Twitter said it. You know, the Eagles are going to get LeBron James and the cops are worried about it in Philadelphia. Some idiot tweets that and it gets 10,000 reaches. You can say anything you want on the internet. All right, we'll take a quick break. Jeff Nadeau will uh, talk soccer on the other side.
Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. What's this cam? You see that LaShawn McCoy is actually in Miami right yeah, now? Yeah, says he's training in Miami. Hell's going on here? I don't know. So I guess he got a so, so yeah, he so. got a uh, national plot. He's in Miami. Yeah. I don't know. Check his damn cell phone. All right, this is what yeah. it comes to. Check his yeah. cell phone. Was he texting someone in the morning? There's his alibi. There's his alibi. It's a weird ass story. Man. It sure. The story came out like when it first came out. Usually, like and you had your radar all over it. Like I remember everyone because I, I went on and checked your thing. Everyone's like, "Oh, put him in jail, ban him, ban." You're like, "Slow down, man. Put the brakes on." Innocent yeah, before proven but, guilty. And now, as this as the day's progressing, it looks more yeah, and but more. It's sh- happening it's again because now the people are coming back at me on Twitter that's piling in. Oh, I told you it was real. Here's the police report. What a well, I don't see how I don't see how he how he owns a house and there's an invasion. It somehow makes him OJ Simpson. Amazing, really sad, sad world we live in. Anymore. Like you said, I mean, you were just what you were talking about. It's like they double down on things yes. Jeff, online. You know what I mean? It doesn't no, matter. They really just double and case, triple down case. on it. With, with the amount of followers that you can get, let's say you you're following. What do you have? Fourteen thousand followers. Think if you tweeted out something. You just you, let's say you took some drugs and you tweeted out something that was incredibly not true. It, it you tweeted out, it can be viewed by tens of thousands of people. Oh, you make money Anyone doing can that. Say anything. It's yeah. amazing. That's a what definition of fake do. news. That's how yeah. it started. You know, that's how it started. There was yeah. a guy who was actually he just wanted to be a normal writer. Yeah, you told me about newspapers right. and stuff Great like story. that. And he's like a smart guy, like an Ivy League, like really intelligent dude. Couldn't get work. You know, he said he was working for like 40 bucks an article and, you know, he's struggling writing at Huffington Post for 80 bucks and stupid yeah. stuff. And he said, listen, someone told him, listen, man, you can write and um, write like a salacious story. And they said it doesn't have to be real. Exactly. Make what shit said. Up. They said, just make it sort of salacious. And so basically what he did is he wrote a story that um, Barack Obama made the White House lights uh, blue in honor of policemen being killed. When in reality, he did it as an honor for the police who were murdered. Except it got, like, millions of hits, and it caught on. Barack hates police. And he got a check for, like, $4,000. And they told him, do it more. And then he was basically like, Hillary Clinton hates Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he got another check for another $5,000. And they were like, buddy, you're really good at this. And he said he made he made like $480,000 during the election cycle. Wow. Now he's sort of ashamed. He goes, ah, it's disgraceful, like some of the stuff that I wrote. And, you know, sort of semi-racist stuff and a lot of Islamic folk. You know what I mean? Like. But you're right, Jeff. That that's what's out there, right? If you just smear and just throw stuff out there, there's money in that. They're just but, but Gabe, you, you know, it's interesting though because on the other side of the coin, we're living in a time now where 
things just don't seem anything doesn't really seem to make sense. I mean, why does a, a, a guy that, you know, has the world, you know, he goes on trips anywhere in the world to eat food and interact with people, why does he kill himself? You know, why does a, a guy that's a, an offensive line coach for a major NFL team with kids and a wife, you know, do coke on camera and send it to a hooker? You know, why, why do people do the things they do? It, it doesn't make any sense. And you can look at this story and say, yeah, know, why would an all-pro with money – Nothing makes well, sense anymore, I, so. I, I'm, I got to be honest. I actually said my initial reaction when OJ's, uh, when the OJ stuff happened was, there's no way OJ did this. Sure, of course. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the first night, it was yeah. basically like, ooh, OJ. Like, Why would he do this? Right. Like OJ got accused pretty quick. There wasn't social media then, but. Mm-hmm. You know, generally, like when a when a spouse, when a, when a wife or whatever, the first person they blame is, is the, the spouse. You yeah. watch Daylight. Yeah. Yes, I do. So it's like, <laughs> you know, what I mean, it's like, so who do, who do they talk to first? So how is yeah. the marriage going, sir? Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Not so yeah. good. Yeah. Well, so it didn't take long, and so basically uh, that happened on a Sunday night, mm. and right away, basically late that Sunday night, one of the LAPD guys basically said. OJ, we need to talk. Because OJ coincidentally was in Chicago at the time. OJ got on a plane right after he allegedly did this, you know, where I think yeah. he did do it. So the car chase wasn't until I believe Friday. It might have been Thursday. It was I think it was Friday. Pretty sure it was Friday though. Wasn't so, it during the NBA finals? They, yeah, the they Rockets. Cut, they, they, yeah, they, the Rockets. Yeah, the Rockets they cut to the chase. They yes. went in a half split screen. That's right. John Starks was missing all the shots. Uh, that was a night John Starks missed all the shots. So, um, what a historic <laughs> night. It, it was crazy. <laughs> like, oh, no, I remember I, I had a house party that man, night. Like, OJ's in a Bronco. Yeah. John Starks is like three yeah. for 24. Everyone's like, stop shooting, man. Like, I don't know why yeah. he took so many shots. Oh, yeah, I had like 150 people at a house party that night. It was crazy. I remember we were all like partying. And on top like, of it, OJ Simpson, what the hell's going on? And on top yeah. of it, David Hasselhoff had a pay-per-view that he invested all of his money That's in. Right. But no one watched because there was a car chase for free in the NBA Finals. Like, no, that's what like made Hasselhoff get on the blow and the boost. Yeah, that was like it, when he had that video. Oh, it, oh no, yeah, yeah, no, it, that was like the beginning of his downfall. But my point is, for the first few days, I was like, oh, why would OJ kill her, man? The guy's on the Naked yeah. Gun movies. He's on NBC TV every week. He's he's an NFL of Famer. He's got yeah. too much to lose. Why would he do this? And then once I saw him in the Bronco, I was like, oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, innocent people don't uh, don't flee they a don't, Bronco. Not like that, no. <laughs> so, not with Al. We'll, we'll, we'll see how this plays out. Right, anyway. So, uh, Belgium just hit a wall, uh, big man. That's the best way of putting it. France, and I brought this up earlier. I know you're not the biggest hockey guy, but hockey and soccer, very similar, just like tactfully. Sure. And... And spiritually as well. Like, they're very, you know, hockey's, you know, a little physical. But it's, it's, it's very the same concept, right, with the defense, the forward, the centers, offside. It's the same kind of rhythm. Like, a lot of people don't get offside. Like, hockey people, like, we grew up offside. Like we, we're, we're aware. Yeah. So it's very, very similar. What you see all the time in hockey, big man, is in the first period of play, one team will have, like, 18 shots on goal. The other team has four. One goalie makes, like, six great saves in a row. And then the other team just scores a cheap goal, and they win the game. And you see this in soccer all the time. And I'm not saying France just scored a cheap goal and won the game. But Belgium, it seemed like Belgium were the better side in the first 25, 30 minutes. It was like, man, Belgium looked good. It looked like they yep. really wanted it. They were aggressive. They were playing. And it looked like they came to play and win. 
And then the second France scored, it's like Belgium spirit, just like it was like Casper the Ghost, like their bodies just, you know what I mean? <laughs> like it's like their souls just like all exited their body and they were done. And I heard the announcer, uh, the British guy, I don't know what feed you were watching, but I thought he used a good phrase when he said, you know, you look at Lukaku, he's got heavy legs right now. Like yeah. they just seemed a step slow in the second half, not to mention, as you tweeted, you know, the manager did a horrible job uh, today with this side, uh, big man, horrible job. Yeah, I think you. I think you eloquently said it perfectly. I I thought they were fantastic. First twenty minutes, he had seventy five percent possession. But you know, I watched the game. I thought to myself, I think this is going to be a game with a lot of opportunities and not a lot of goals. And yeah, I thought Martinez was horrific. I thought his managing was terrible. Uh, look, Chadley should not be in a game of that magnitude. Uh, Fellaini is a complete waste of space. He doesn't do anything really worthy. I mean, he can't defend. I mean, look at the goal. I mean, if he can defend there, um, they don't score. I mean, we're probably in uh, a shootout right now. Uh, just it, it was just they didn't play well, and you, you can't play like that and expect to beat uh, France. I don't think France was anything special. I think both teams tomorrow can, can beat France. I, I wouldn't be too worried about that. Um, Martinez should be fired. I would have been fired him already. Uh, his his decision making was really poor in this game. You know, not subbing off people, um, not giving them any kind of boost. I thought the boost was too late. You brought on Mertens; he could have been a changer for you. He was getting balls in their box. Uh, Lloris was very good though for them. They, he had got a lot of big saves. It's a shame because I I have seen a big future on Belgium. I'll tell you, gave one nothing was about the worst result for me because I had both teams to score. I had them to advance. Had a future. And I had over nine and a half corners. It falls nine corners. So sounds familiar. It was so did I. It, it was like your Dude, you know, we had six corners in the first half. You had eight it was six corners in the first minutes. half, and then they they were at like eight corners, seven and eight corners at like the seventy fifth minute. We just needed two more corners. It was amazing, and of course they get one right at the end, right to make it. Yeah, nine. and Thank, thanks for and nothing. There, right, and, and yeah, that was about the worst result possible. I mean, one nil, um, but. You know what? I have one more little option. I got Croatia. If they can somehow win, I can get to the promised land and start hedging. But listen, it's been a World Cup where you expect a late goal. It never came. Uh, you're right. That you eloquently said it perfectly. I thought after that goal, it just seemed like Belgium was done. Big man, I, I was going to say this. Like, If you look with three teams left, I was telling Gabe France at 150, but you make a good point now talking about Croatia. There's three teams left. England's plus 250 and Croatia's plus 500. I can tell you one thing. The Brits aren't that much two times better than Croatia. So if you're looking from a value perspective, Croatia at plus 500 in a game that I think is probably going to be pretty tight. Are you going down that road? Oh, I think you should. I mean, I, I don't see. I don't really see anything that separates Croatia and England. I just don't. I think Croatia's better at most positions than England. Obviously, England has Harry Kane up front, which is obviously the best player on the field. But... You know, Croatia just needs to start to seem like they want to win a game. It seems like they're okay with just going to shoot at every night. Uh, and that's not – they need to be on the, the, the front foot. They need to go at England. Uh, yeah, I, I think with three teams left at 5-1, to one, um, you got to just hope, you know, Croatia can, can move on here and you have a chance. But, yeah, I don't think they're, they're two times better than, than, than Croatia. That's ridiculous. Uh, other big news. Well, before we get to actually Ronaldo, um, as far as tomorrow's side is concerned – I'm going to play the draw once again. I'll go back to the well. I think, I think it will be a draw play. after 90 minutes. Yep. 
I don't. I don't know. Maybe it'll be the opposite. I mean, today people thought there would be goals. And it was under. Maybe take the over in a game that goes under. Yeah, right? I know. But no, I think yeah, it wouldn't shock me, dude, if it was scoreless after nine. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think if you're going to look towards a draw, I think both teams score might have some value. I mean, nil nil is so difficult. I mean, it's so difficult to do. I do think we'll see a goal by each team. It seems like Croatia is just. That's just been their score line the entire tournament. One one could have some good value as far as on a correct score. You're probably going to get around four to one or so on that. Um, I had, like I said, Croatia to, to, to win the tournament, so I'm going to stay off thing aside here. But I, I think both teams to score could have some value. I think you'll see. Uh, I'm not in love with either of these defenses, and I'm going to tell you right now, Croatia is a big injury in their defense. Versalco's out. He's a big part of that defense. On a defense that's not great as it is, uh, England. I wonder about their defense as well. I think both teams' score could be a decent play in this match. I think it's one-one. I'm leaning England now at this point, just because that is the dream. England, France. Come on, England, yeah. France. That is a great matchup. It's good. For, it's good for it's good for the companies. It's good for TV. It's good for North American yeah. TV, but it's sure. it's good for world as well. Yeah. It just it is. Well, remember also, guys, if you like Croatia, I would wait until right before the game starts because the punters in England are going to bet England all day and all night. Uh, they're going to be largely on England here. So I would I would wait if you like Croatia. It's, coming it's true. They're home. already smashing them. It's coming home. <laughs> Is it coming home? One of, the la- one of the lamest songs ever, by the way. <laughs> I mean, I'm big on I'm big on football chants. I, I think the passion is, is great, but. I mean, just a really weak, weak track. Yeah, there's no, there's no even melody to <laughs> yeah, it. Right? They're yeah, just, it's, it's coming, coming home. It's coming home. It's not like you what, old, what do you mean it's coming? Alone. But it's never been home. What, what do you mean it's coming home? It, it's never been home. It hasn't been home since 1966. What's coming home? Uh, I know. They say because they invented the rules. Yeah. That's why. Because <laughs> they, they say that they're, they're the inventor of the game. Uh, but I, I said the same thing. I said, really, if you want to get technical and coming home. The first ever World Cup in 1930 was in Uruguay. Uruguay won. So well, you want to talk, yeah, talk about, like, you know what I mean? Who owns the World Cup then? I don't know. Let's get say Uruguay does. <laughs> or Germany could say coming up because they won the last World Cup. You know, it's coming back home, you know, where, where it's been. You know, I, I don't well, know. It started I, now, Cam, with the Toronto Maple Leafs and two big men. What? It's coming home? Yeah. Oh, tell them to shut up. Yeah, I'm seeing hashtag <laughs> Leafs. Oh, it's screw coming home. Off. Are you kidding me? No. Uh, that's so stupid. Same thing. I actually, I feel sick now. Because when's the last time the Leafs won? 1967. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. So it's, like so it's, all co- it's all correlated. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And basically, like, um, <laughs> wow. England is Canada's uh, most uh, popular yeah, team. For sure. So, like, Leaf fans are all pulling for England. Great. God <laughs> save the Queen in the Confederacy. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah trust me. <laughs> It's not good for business. You know, like to become a Canadian citizen, you have to uh, pledge allegiance to the Queen. I wouldn't be able to do it. No, you wouldn't. Like, it's a good thing that I'm already. Because like, <laughs> you go, screw this. I'd be like, no. Like, no. would you take a bullet with the Queen? No, God, God, no. no. I'd be like, God, don't get no. Me, don't get me started on those people. Please. <laughs> Hello, it's the monarchy. <laughs> Big man doesn't like the monarchist system. He's not a fan. Uh, 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 not, not a fan at all. All right, so uh leaves leaves um leaves um leaves uh, Real Madrid after nine very, very successful seasons. Comes I guess it comes as somewhat of a surprise to them. Um I don't know. Did anyone see this coming that he would end up going to Juventus? I mean there's always talk with him. There's there's always a buzz every year around this dude, but 
Is it a surprise that it was Juventus that he ends up going to? I think it's a major surprise. I, I, to me, it is. I'm a big Juventus fan. I love. I'm I'm loving it. I love Ronaldo, but I, I thought he'd leave. But I, I I definitely thought he'd be back to the Premier League. I I definitely didn't see this coming. That's a huge coup for Juventus. Juventus is ready to finally win. I mean, they're I think they're sick of getting to the Champions League final and losing to the Barcelonas, the Real Madrid. They've won seven straight league titles. Winning a league title in Italy is not the, the, the goal anymore. It's it's not getting to the playoffs. It's winning, and and they're not. They're not winning. It's time to make that move. And what a big signing it was for, for them. I couldn't believe it. But people want to come to Italy now. That's a big-time club. It's a high-end club now. Uh, Juventus goes from 14-1 to 1 yesterday to down to 7-1 to 1 today. So, um, you know, obviously, he makes them much better. Uh, I'm excited for it. It's going to be great. Yeah, just like Twitter said earlier, he's like uh, LeBron James of soccer, right? The odds change. <laughs> Well, and, and they should. I like that, he, too, that they said, exactly. oh, he's like the LeBron, LeBron James. James like, well, I don't know. Ronaldo's actually wins a lot yeah. of stuff. And stuff. Right. You're right. They, they use the LeBron James all the time in every single comparison. Yeah, everyone's LeBron James. I mean, Ronaldo's exactly. going to a team that wins, too. He's not going to a bad team that hasn't won for a while. But, listen, Syria, uh, Syria continues to get a lot of good players. This is a, a big-time league. It's going to start... If you, if you were a guy that got off on Serie A, Gabe, I know you have a little bit. It might be time to start getting back aboard. Serie A is a fun league, a lot of goals. Uh, it's only going to be better with, with Ronaldo around. My buddy used to cheer for Bologna. They suck. Bologna is four. Yeah, they're a horrible side, Bologna. Fiorentina was my team. Oh, yeah, yeah, Fiorentina. <laughs> Let me ask you, Cam. Dude. Oh, my Italian Did buddies have asked me, Gabriel, why, yeah, why, why Fiorentina? Fiorentina <laughs> suck, Atal- Gabriel. Atalanta. Tom, I like the uh, I like the Argentina striker. I remember Gabriel uh, B- uh, Batista. <laughs> All right, hey, we're we're out of here, big man. Ty Flu, thank thanks for joining us. Love you, big man. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. Tom. Big man on campus. You can find him on the sportsbookreview.com YouTube page on Twitter at Jeff Nadu. Are we gonna play the game, Dave? We'll, we'll see if we have oh, oh, people lining up. Lots of fun. Lots of fun yesterday. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Game Time Decisions. I don't know if you've seen this, Cam, but the new thing the kids are doing right now is uh, they're getting out of a moving car and they're dancing alongside the car. As the car's rolling? Yeah. Okay. And then you get back in the car. So, oh, nice. <laughs> so you get out, you sort of, you you know, you yeah. dance alongside. And, and do you the sl- running man and then roll back in the car. You slickly get back in the car. <laughs> now, some chicks look pretty hot and cool, don't it? Uh, there was a dude uh, yesterday that locked himself out of the car and the car just, <laughs> just rolled away. Just rolling? <laughs> yeah. I think somebody's going to end up getting killed actually uh, doing this. But even though I'm against this stupid crap that people do. I kind of like to see you do it with the cutlass. Just <laughs> <laughs> see, like, oh shit, the cutlass like rolls down the street. You can't stop it. 
We got to film this actually. Yeah, I, I still have the car. It's on blocks in my garage. But uh, you know, if I put some new tires on it, I guess we can do it. I actually know what we should do with that car. Just blow it up. I was thinking we should just like just 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 put that, some, yeah, it would be fun to blow up a car. Like honestly, like what am I going to get for it? Parts right now, it's worth like three hundred bucks. So that, I, blowing I, it up would be worth three hundred bucks. That would be cool too. Yeah, it's something I'd like to do. I, I, I talked to Joe. I, I, it's going to take two thousand dollars worth of work to put it back on the road. So. It's going to be blown up. Where is Portuguese Joe, anyways? Is he back? Uh, he's, yeah, he's. Uh, is he recovered from Portugal getting knocked yeah, out yet? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, actually, it was a great night when we got the free Kentucky Fried Chicken and other things. But uh, yeah, no, he was. Uh, he's out and about. Uh, he's a real traveler. This guy. I, I, I don't know what he's up to, but uh, he's always got something on the go. All right, so. <laughs> At least speaking, the rent's paid. Speaking of uh, traveling, we got two tickets to the World Series yeah. to give away, courtesy of DKMS and the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Um, so, um, basically, we'll see if we lower the standards as the week yeah. goes on. <laughs> okay. That's true. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Because right, right now, you got to clear the bases, man. You know, you got to go. You got to get on first base, second base, third, third base. base and, you know, you got to answer four questions. Yeah, for the we're going to give you two. Duos. Der. Duh. That's the only, I only know three languages. Dos. Dos. Duh. Duh. Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I said, three <laughs> languages. That's good. <laughs> I run. That's that's where I run out of you. Know. Uh, but so yeah, we got two tickets to give away to the World Series, courtesy of DKMS. Said it's a great cause. We talk about DKMS often. They're uh, partners of the station and they're great people. Um, so let's get down to uh, let's get down to business and uh, let's send it. Let's send it to one of our favorite uh, cities. That is when I'm not getting arrested for urinating in parking lots. <laughs> Buffalo, New York. Oh, it looks like we're buffalo, checking in. With, buffalo, looks buffalo. like we're checking in with Facilla. It's huge. It's huge. Huge. It says Fred Courier in Buffalo. James Cam, it's huge. Got huge Fred. sales. Huge. Right, turn the music down a little bit here, uh, Florio. A little loud. <laughs> and for, for the record, yesterday you had good like football sort of. What is this? Like John Wayne Western. Sounds like we're on the Ponderosa. Yeah. yeah. Dom, 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 Cam Stort. And it's like, what? We're, Gunsmoke. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> Got my six-shooter out there, Gabe. See, there we go. Yeah, yeah there, there we go, Florio. All right. All right, Fred. Huge. Okay, let's, give, let's let uh, Fred give a free plug, though, to, uh, yeah, for, for the boys of Buffalo. Tell people where you work, uh, Fred, if they need a car. Hey, hey Cam, it's Fusillo and Cammy. We want to know how that... Huge coat mate that you got from us from Fusillo Cam. It's fantastic, Fred. That fits like a dream. Double XL, nice and smooth on the golf course, buddy. Looks sharp. Okay. <laughs> well, let's play. Go ahead, guys. Give the question. Let's play, Fred. All right. This first one's yep. pretty easy. In what year did Mark McGuire hit 70 home runs in a season? Oh, shit. Nah, 98. That is correct. Correct, Fred. That is correct. That's what? All right, Fred. Uh, Fred, Fred gets uh, one down, three to go. All right, Fred's on. Uh, Fred's on first base. Who's on first? Fred's on first. <laughs> That's who's on first. <laughs> who's on first? I'm doing like people do when they. Um, can you repeat the question? Yeah. I gotta buy time because I gotta write. Uh, I gotta keep track of how many. Oh, questions. how many times you've uh, asked the question? Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. 
We're on to, uh, you're on the second base here. Let's go. Okay. Bryce Harper was picked first in the 2010 Major League Baseball draft. Who was selected second, Fred? No clue. Ooh, take a guess. Throw some. Throw a name out uh, there. Bryce Harper, uh, uh, no, Mike Trout. No, you know what? I never would guess this guy that actually it is either. You, you can't say it either because you might need it as an answer later yeah. on in the week. Love you, Fred. Thanks, Fred. Thanks, boys. Be huge always. <laughs> huge. Huge. Fusillo. Fusillo. Fred's making it work. Biggest car dealers in Buffalo. Uh, Grand Island, yeah. Fusillo. Come down and see him for the best automobiles at the best prices. Also, Steakhouse and... Yeah, uh, boss. But Buffalo's only steak and seafood. Yeah. Guy, oh, he's, yeah he's, 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 he's running the show. Yeah. yeah, he's running the show. We wish we had uh, Fusillo's money. And if you need to borrow money, he'll probably lend you money uh, with a little percentage yeah, added yeah, on. Yeah, <laughs> Fusillo credit. I'm not sure about the VIG, but uh, he's got money for you. Fusillo credit. All right, so <laughs> let's go to Vegas. Ooh. All right, Joe. Joe, Joe LV. Joe LV. What up? We know Joe LV. Joe LV's a regular. What's hey, up, Joe? Well, not- Hey, Gabe, love your podcast. Yeah, I appreciate nice. that, Joe. Welcome aboard, uh, Joe. Thanks for uh, checking in here. All right. We want to give you two tickets. We're trying to give away two tickets to the World Series here. All right. Um, who is the manager, Joe? Who is the manager of the San Diego Padres right now? I got no clue, Gabe. Yeah, he's kind of a nondescript dude. That's, the thing. <laughs> That's why we picked Milwaukee and San Diego. Nobody knows. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to give you one more question, yeah, yeah. Joe, because if you're, you know, going more. And for the record, for people on hold, guys, just guess if you have to. Yeah, just throw <laughs> anything out there. It might, it might work. Okay. All right. All right. What active player, what active player playing baseball right now has the highest career batting average? Albert Pujols. Good guess, but no, no. Thanks for playing, Joe. Don't be a stranger. Uh, Joe in Las Vegas. Vegas. Nice. People calling in. Fred and Joe. We might have to shake things up as the week goes on here. I'm thinking, yes. <laughs> what is the name of the Cleveland Indian Chief Wahoo? Like, yeah, yeah, we got to really lower the standards, yeah. right? <laughs> sort of. What is the name of the stadium the Blue Jays play in? <laughs> Not even then. Montreal Blank? All right. Sorry. All right, let's go. Uh, Where are we going now? We're going to Edmonton, Alberta. Edmonton. Home of uh, the, the Edmonton. Eskimos yeah, and Oilers. Yeah, Oilers. Darren in Edmonton. Oh, no, Darren's gone. Darren, he gone. All right. Uh. Screw you, Edmonton. Uh, Darcy in BC. Darcy. Is Darcy in BC there? I'm here. Yeah, hey, Darcy. Darcy. Pretty Mike, turn him down just a little bit here. The band's loud today. Good, good, good. All right, we want to thank DKMS. Yep. Thank DKMS for trying to give away two tickets to the World Series. What's up, Darcy? How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? We're doing all right. All right, Darcy, let's rock. Um, let's. Uh, we'll try to give you something easy here. All right. Oh man, I knew I knew the other ones, but <laughs> you did. Huh? Oh, here we go. You did, huh? Okay. Name yeah, I won't, the I won't current. Give it away. Name the current ESPN Sunday Night Baseball crew. Uh, Jessica Mendoza. Yep. Alex Rodriguez. And who else do we got there? Oh, shoot. Well, I, I really want to give it to you. You got two You got two or three. Yeah, your meatloaf. Two out of three ain't bad. 
Oh, man. Jeez, that's right on the, the tip of my tongue here. All right. The fact that you haven't like looked it up and yeah. cheated, I'm gonna let you. We're gonna we're gonna ask you another question. Then we're gonna let. We're gonna okay. All right. Here. Cool. Cool. That was good though. <laughs> Two out of three is good. Hey, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It kind hey, of, the other, you know said, somebody said somebody said Adnan Verk yesterday. <laughs> that was great. Ooh. He's he's <laughs> the he's the update guy. Yeah, we used to work with him. <laughs> okay. The Texas Rangers. The Texas Rangers used to be what team? The Texas wow. Rangers like weren't like an expansion team. They 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 were somebody before. Who were the Texas Rangers before? Jeez. Is it the Washington Senators? It is. Wow. It is. Wow. All right. I'm impressed. Darcy moves on. Darcy, Darcy, yeah, yeah, Darcy he's a he's gonna steal a bag. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Wiping second. You got your wife helping you out here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Name all of the Major League Baseball teams that Trevor Hoffman pitched for. A little quicker this time, Darcy. Yep. <laughs> the Padres. Yeah. Oh, man. This is a big brick here. Is it, there was three, wasn't there? The Pirates? No. no. Thanks, Darcy. Thanks, thanks for buddy. Playing. Thanks, Darcy. All right. Thanks, good, good guys. Shot. Good shot. Yeah, thanks good for shot. calling. We appreciate stay, stay it. Stay tuned. We might lower the standards later in the yeah. week. We might have to go to like three outs in here or something. I'm with you. All right. Um... <laughs> this... <laughs> this next guy is just too good not to go back to him. Oh. Carm Chowder. Oh, yes. How it doing? How it doing? Feel the faster. You want those tickets to yeah. the World Series, don't you, Chowder? Chowder. Yeah, 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 yeah. Feel the passion. Let's have a great of my secret greeny sauce. Keep on clam chattering. Feel the passion. Let's do it. All right. We're going to, uh, you still there, Chowder? Chowder. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, I'm, in, right. I, I'm in the clam bowl. You're in the clam bowl? <laughs> you want to ask this one, uh, Kim? Which one? You want to ask him a question or you want me to? Yeah, you, you, you're, you're, I'll, I'll ask another one, but yeah, you, you Okay, you Chowder. All right, Chowder. Hell. I'm trying to give, uh, let's find something here. I got one. Yeah. Right. What American League team, Chowder? What American League team won the mo- won the most home games in a single season? Which team in the American League won the most games ever at home in one year? Red Sox. No. 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 Okay. We'll give you one more, Chowder. That guy's lawn equipment's loud, man. Oh, my God. Sounds like there's some maintenance. <laughs> yeah, they're serious. That guy's weed whackers. Okay, it's on full yeah. volume. <laughs> All right, uh, Chowder. I got one for him, Gabe. Okay. What is, hey, Clamp Chowder, what is the oldest, the oldest stadium in Major League Baseball? Wrigley Field. Close, but Close. no. 
God bless you, Clam Chowder. Love you, Clam Chowder. Feel the passion. No goodbye, Chowder. No, no, no goodbye. Yeah, Chowder's gone. All right, we've got. Uh, well, it looks like we've got Ryan in Toronto. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Ryan in Toronto. How do I follow up from Chowder, man? That's that's some big radio. Fuck. All right, all right, Hanser, listen. We're trying to give away two tickets here. Your sports knowledge is generally pretty good. It is. Okay. So this is, is this an opportunity. We're trying to send you to the World Series here, buddy. I want you to traveling, buddy. Hook me up. All right. Who is the manager of the San Diego Padres? Pass. <laughs> All right. What batter has struck out the most? Who has struck out the most in Major League Baseball history? History, wow. Uh, Reggie Jackson. That is correct. Wow. Nice. Good call. Good call. I don't think you could have looked that one up uh, that quickly. No, either. I don't think so. That's no, good. No, that was, that, 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 that was from the cranium, brother. Yeah, yeah. That was good. All right. In the 1992 Major League Baseball draft, what overall pick was Derek Jeter? Oh, he was, uh, was he third? Sorry, Hainzer. I'll be back. All right. Yeah, well, yeah. It's going on all week. Looks like we'll still be here. So, yeah. I, I, I have a feeling on Friday we'll be uh, still still rocking and rolling with the contest. I think by Friday. By Friday it, we're going to have a new memo. No, no, by Friday it'll be Okay. Can you spell San Diego? Diego. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that that's what like we'll, we'll be that that's what we'll be uh, reduced to. Okay, and uh, last, last call here. Let's go to uh, Craig, Craig, Craig in Halifax. Who would uh, probably be better off if they were golf questions? Craig, <laughs> yeah, what's going on? All right. All right, Craig. Let me let me get one up uh, here for you. Stupid Excel worksheet. <laughs> hey, at least you got the answers. All right, Craig. Who is the manager of the San Diego Padres? Andy Green. Correct. Good call. That is correct. Oh. We'll remember that one. From that. that seems to be your favorite question, Gabe. I wanted to get rid of I it. I know. I want to get rid of that question, too. <laughs> All right. Oh, Name the general manager of the Detroit Tigers. Ron Gernheyer? He's the manager. Yeah, not the general manager. Yeah, oh, you know, general Cam, manager. Cam, oh. Cam, Cam's kind of lenient, I know, but no. Yeah, no, we no have, we can't do that. No, no. I already know the American League. <laughs> They're in the American League. They are in the American <laughs> League, Craig. No, I only know the American League. I thought it was oh, the general okay. manager. My bad. It's all good, buddy. Thanks, Craig. No worries. <sighs> thanks, to, uh, thanks to DKMS. Yeah. Someone will listen. We're, by the end of the week, someone's getting these damn tickets. Thing is, if you're listening to the program, you're learning there's a couple answers that, uh, that have been right. So if you ask those same questions, you might go into question three or four 
with the knowledge that you only have to hit 50%. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. What is it? Bad rep. Bad reputation. Oh. Oh yeah. <laughs> Ronda Rousey. Okay. Yeah, I'm not a fan yeah. of that song. The guy with the lawn equipment seems to be gone. That guy was annoying. Yeah, that was some heavy power machinery out there. I don't know if the mics <laughs> were picking it up. No, no, it was. That was awesome. This is chaotic, man. We had Florio's sure music, the trivia going on. This guy with a lawnmower, yeah. like a chainsaw, right outside our window. <laughs> What are you gonna do? There's maintenance. No, no, no. He's got, he's, he's got, he's got shrubs to cut. He's got his job to do. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna do his when job. They say cut the grass. He cuts the grass, man. That's the, that's the gig. <laughs> it was loud as hell. Oh yeah, he's got good, good stuff there. All right, is Scott Engel joining us now, or is that a five forty? I think, I think it's probably five forty. Yeah, five forty. Yeah, yeah. right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Engel. Thanks, Florio. Engel, uh, Engel will be calling in. We're actually gonna do a talk, uh, Cam, about uh, Major League Baseball attendance being down in every park. For pretty much all of them. There's a few exceptions. Arizona attendance is up. Huh. Interesting. They're doing well. They're in first place. Yep. Yankees attendance is up. Oh, it'll always be there. Well, their attendance was down for a few years. Back up. Um, biggest drop, actually. You know, look, the Marlins got 5,000 people the other night. The White Sox got like 900 people one night I a know. few weeks ago. Well, that's it was good. literally yeah. empty. Oh, that's the thing. They're done already. So what's the incentive of going to a White that, Sox that's game? That's what I'm saying. Like the Baltimore Orioles are already 30 games out of first place. Yeah, like it's the season's over. So you go to the park for the sheer love of the game and go to the park. And then what? You go to the, the, the park for the sheer love of? Prospects. Yeah. And in the what? second half. And of getting gouged at the concessions. That's another thing. Like maybe some, like how many baseball games have you been to this year? One. You went to one? One. Did you buy the ticket? Nope, it was free. And you're you're Vince, a pretty you're a pretty big baseball. Fan. I used to go. I used to go 20, 30 times. Uh, yeah, you're right, Gabe. Even I'm not going very much anymore. I got a lot of things going on. I live right down the street from a major league baseball stadium. Yeah. I haven't gone to one baseball game this year. And I love baseball. I watch baseball on TV every day. Yep. But I'm not going to the park, and evidently I'm not the only one not going to the park. Beers the, are expensive there. The reason I don't is because of the organization and the price. Yep. Like, I would go, like, I'm not a Toronto Blue Jay fan, but I'm a baseball fan, so yeah. I'd like to just go. I'll probably, I'll go. I'll probably, maybe I'll suck it up and I'll go to a baseball game. But 
you know, I'm going to the Toronto Argonaut games and having a better time for a hell of a lot cheaper. cheaper. Exactly. And they also have, like, think about the suds that you have. I went to the Argonaut game the other day. I spent, like, 60 bucks. Exactly. And I was kind of drunk when I left, even. (laughs) You know what I mean? I know. That that draft 20 bucks for a ticket. I spent, like, 48 bucks on booze in there, whatever. And I walked out of there kind of tipsy and... I was like, oh, he spent 60 bucks. Yeah, I found the, the draft know, guy for four bucks. Like I told you, I went to a baseball game last year. I went to a Red Sox Blue Jay game. I was down $120 in the fifth inning. Yep. Because I was basically drinking a beer an inning. It was hot out. I was drinking like a, you know, the bottom and the top yep. of the inning. And sort of, all right, I'll get another one. So if you said it was like the fourth bucks. inning, I'm like, holy shit, I'm, already, <laughs> I'm down 100 And then in the fifth inning, I was like, I'm not even drunk. And I'm down 120 bucks. And you know the slice of pizza is twelve bucks. See, that's the thing. It's just—it's not a pleasurable experience. Not just that, but also, but if you look at other parks, like Kansas City has like Dollar Dog Night, yeah. and K State Night. Why the hell would I go to a Blue Jays game and spend two hundred dollars watching those guys play? Like, there's certain ballparks that I definitely go to now. Yeah, like you, you can go watch Baltimore for a couple bucks. You no, go if I Kansas lived City in Milwaukee, bucks, I'd yeah. go to Brewer games all oh, the time. Oh yeah, for sure. You'd love to go into the Brew Crew. That's going to be that. Their the prices are still cheaper. They're selling Miller Miller beer at those games for like three, three bucks. bucks. I know. And we're, yeah, you're paying fourteen bucks a tall boy. Come on now. Like same thing. T Bone, uh, who called in yesterday to play the baseball contest, he goes to Denver games all the time. He goes, yeah, the Rockies. Uh, and tickets cheap. are like sixteen bucks. The beers, it's Coors Coors yeah. Field. It's Coors in Denver. It's like five bucks a beer yeah. in the stadium. Literally, See, that's respectable. You go to more games. Yeah, like look at Atlanta Falcon games. Yeah, even at Mercedes Benz, they have yeah. the five dollar menu. Yeah, I know it's it's wicked. Like the combo is five bucks. They'll give you a ham, a cheeseburger, a coke, and a fries for five bucks. That's amazing. That's cheaper you know? than the fast food. If you joints. want a beer, the beer is four bucks. You know what I mean? Three fifty or whatever. And then you know you don't you can go with the family. You don't feel gouged. Exactly. Right? You go to these 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 stadiums, and for what? And then on top of it, and another thing is, too, I don't mind paying more for a ticket or more for concessions if I know that the team is a premium team. Premium. Premium. Yeah. Like the Yankees are a premium team. Exactly. Like if You, you know you're getting stars. Yeah. Like if you, you're backing the Golden State Warriors, okay, yeah, the Warriors are charging me 17 bucks a beer, but they, they, they also have Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and they just signed... DeMarcus Cousins. They're trying to be the best. That's my point with the Blue Jays. They don't have no. value nights. They don't have no, like one, the Blue Jays. Like I can hang out and watch some country band. The Blue Jays are owned by like trillionaires in this yeah. in the Rogers family and Rogers Corporation. Yeah, they literally have like you know billions of dollars in assets and it's just over the top filthy. Like the the Blue Jays are a business, and I don't want to support that business. No, they're no, not. A, they're not no, a team. No, I agree with you. They're not a team. It's a business. You yep. know what I mean? They don't have the Shapiro give a shit about winning. He has no interest in winning. He doesn't care. The Blue Jays' whole point is just to get 30,000 people in there, have a 500 team, yep. shill their cell phones, milk them on concessions, and make a ton of money because Blue Jay fans do drink. They do. I see them. Half a lot. of them in my condos. All these chicks in Blue Jays yeah, jerseys. Right. They all get drunk looking <laughs> at the game and... So they're not diehard baseball fans, and the Blue Jay organization takes advantage of that because they know that there's not a there's not going to be anger. You know what I mean? I see it all the time, dude. I see families. It almost yep. pisses me off, and I'm not even a Blue Jay fan. And I see it. We see these kids after Blue Jay games looking depressed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like all the time. 
It's always like their father and their, you know, they're after the game. <laughs> and I always know, I guess the Jays lost the game. Yeah. You know? Like, these people come up from a small town in Ontario. Yeah, their kid's all excited to see Josh Donaldson. Well, Sorry, kid. Josh Donaldson's not playing yeah, today because no. he's hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I hope you like T. Oscar Hernandez. Yeah, and uh, the Red Sox just beat the Jays twelve yeah. two again. True. So I hope you enjoyed your afternoon in Toronto. Like they always, they always look disappointed after, but there's not that anger. You know what I mean? There's not an anger where it's like you know, f you guys. You guys better start. This is this is unacceptable. And I bring it up all the time because they're the media. The media protects them. Right, like the post game shows. Sure. Yeah, that's and the thing. The fact is, the corporation that owns the Blue Jays are so powerful; they own basically like eighty percent of the media in 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 the marketplace. So, if you rip a team, you're going to get fired. Yes, you will. <laughs> and it's been proven. It has been proven. Dick Hay asked Dick Hayhurst. Yep. Dick Hayhurst was a very good analyst. I know, but he, I think uh, he's he on spoke, ESPN now. He spoke, he's, he spoke the truth. Yeah, they don't like, like the he truth. Used, he used to sort of just criticize yep. the Jays too much, and they were like, you know what? This guy might be good, but we don't like him. Yeah, he's not a yes man. Greg's on. Yeah, they talk former about former baseball player. They Greg talk Zahn. about the harassment is more about him yeah. ripping the team. They hit Greg's on with a Me Too stuff yeah. because he invited a co-host to an orgy. That was the the gist yeah. of it. I don't know. Is that sexual harassment? Inviting someone out? No, it's an out? invitation to a party. He asked her out on a date. Yeah. There just happened he to be was a hard, lot of people today. Yeah, he was hard on the team. That's the real he reason was. he got oh, He was way hard no, on the that's team. Why, and they didn't want, they didn't no, want to deal with The players used to repeatedly complain about it. Of course him. they did. And they run the show. And the thing is, he was a loudmouth. Greg Zahn used to come on after after every game in between every inning. When I played the game, that's not the way we <laughs> did it. Oh, when I won a World Series and when I, right? So <laughs> the players were like, you know, just shut the hell up. Who the hell are you, Greg Zahn? But the thing is, Greg Zahn was like, he's an old ball player. He's a rocker dude. He loves metal and stuff, right? Yeah, he likes to party. He likes to party. Yeah, let's put it out there. And then he got hit in the Me Too movement. He did. Like when when the Me Too movement (laughs) thing came. He gone. (laughs) Greg Zahn. And they just said, oh, we didn't renew his contract. And then they said, well, inappropriate comments were made. Yeah, it was about more ripping the team. That's what the bottom line was. I actually heard that the, the thing is... He said to a female that works there, basically, do you want to come to this swinger club with me? That was the gist of it. He basically stated, you know, like these clubs where yeah, anything pe- goes. People are getting it on. You know what? To be honest with you, so, that's not sexual harassment. That's no. an invitation to he a He basically to a party. said yeah. to her, you know what? I've been going to this place recently. It's yeah. freaking cool. And he goes, man, it would be great if you'd come with me. And she basically went to management and said, he just invited me to an orgy. He no. didn't invite you to an orgy. No. He asked if you'd be interested he in says, going yeah, to an orgy. Do you like to uh, go have an alternative lifestyle club? No, no. Yeah, and does know. this make us bad people? What? For thinking that's not sexual assault, harassment? No, it doesn't, actually. Sexual- like, if you invite someone, like, if I invite I mean, my yeah. neighbor who's a woman, yes. and I just say, hey, does listen, it- I'm going out to this club. Would yeah. you like to join at this club? No, it doesn't make you know. Like, no, but the thing is. What you do on your private, if you're a swinger, Marenzi, does that change your moral compass? Like, what, because you like to just, uh, you know, sleep with a lot of different people? You're not married. You know what I mean? You do a, you do, you do a sports talk show, right? I, I, no. Sexual harassment is groping, is inappropriate comments, is scaring, is being that, that type of guy. Inviting somebody to a party 
even if you are in the swinger lifestyle, I don't think amounts to sexual harassment. <laughs> That's your business, what you want to do. I, you know what I mean? Whatever your whatever floats your boat, I, I'm, I'm kind of a open-minded person that way. I don't like but to judge. Back to what I was saying. Yes. This is why I don't I just don't I don't find it an enjoyable experience going to the game. No, you ca- that's it costs why. too much money. So that's my excuse as to why I'm not going to baseball. Well, they're games. never gonna get better. In that division, they're always gonna play. No, but even if they weren't great, I wouldn't care. But like I stated, the the problem that bothers me is I don't want to spend a hundred and fifty dollars yeah. to go to a baseball, baseball game. Yeah, baseball game is supposed to be the cheap game. You should be able to get a cheap ticket. And like there's cheap like there's not is the is the experience more enjoyable there? Like, no. do they have it at a nice stadium? No, no, they don't. You know what I mean? Like, it's actually is there, one of the worst stadiums in the league? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, is there? What are you paying for? Nothing. You're paying. That's my point. You're that's paying my, premium prices that's what, that's for what? I'm what? Saying. That's what I'm saying. And I got yeah. the, and I got the I got the baseball package now, right, Marenzi? So I'm going around and around. Sure, the Cincinnati Reds are starting to play. They, Hey, kids, it's four dollar four dollar exactly. Reds night. You get a dog, you get a exactly. beer, you get a family fun night. Like they don't like offer why am I paying more yes. for a beer at a blue jay game than I would at a Yankee game when the Yankees actually spend money on exactly. players and well, have good players? That, well, it, to my point being baseball like, can you be remember really last cheap year, in the right market. You remember last year during the All Star game it was in Florida. And I remember the national media, I think it was CBS or somebody uh, did a piece on the concession stand at the All-Star game. And there they were like, oh, my God, look at Jeffrey Laurie and how greedy Florida are. They're like, we know it's the All-Star game, but come on, it's $22 for a hamburger and fry combo and it's $18 a beer. Cam, the prices were cheaper than what the Blue Jays charge yeah. daily. And that's at an All-Star game. And they were getting mocked for doing that at an All-Star game. And the Jays do this daily. I know they do. Daily. I know. They never offer any type of, like, specials or cheaper beer night or whatever. They don't. They just and throw And you have to there. throw in the fact that the Jays are a corporation. Like, how many offers is that corporation offering you? They're ruthless. This corporation lays off and fires people, like, every two months, and they always say, oh, we're too broke. Like, they get all these licenses and stuff. They have community television. Oh, we yeah. can't afford a community television. Yeah. Well, you can afford $6 billion to give to Gary Bettman in the yeah. NHL. They're basically a mergers and acquisitions company. They, yeah. buy, they buy you, swallow you, and then just cannibalize you. So that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. The Blue Jays are just a... They're a business. Straight up fact. It's not even a team. Yeah. Gabe, I'm, I'm, like, I grew up with, you know, Ernie like Witt, they should sell Buck Martina. No, no, if that's you want the, the team, I, was, like I grew up the, the I used to love going to Jays games, but uh, that was when Interbrew ran the show. Well, me Remember, too. Like, I used, listen, they, they were owned by a beer company. I went to... Uh, you know, I, I, you know, listen, I used to go to 60 to 70 baseball games a year yep. type thing. Almost like, every game. Almost every every, game. every yep. game. Where, yep. You know, on lighter years, I used to have a thing where I'd go to one game per series. I generally go see, like, you know, even before I was in the media, I would go see, like, even in my drunk days, man. Like, even when I was a real piss tank in a band and stuff, I'd still make a point to go see one game in every series. And I'd, most of the time, I'd be like at 40, 50 games a year yeah. type thing. When I lived in Los Angeles with the Dodgers, I went to like 60, 60 65 games a year. But, they, you know, the Expos, man, it was like $2 for popcorn. Yeah. The beer was 2 bucks. Yeah, you could actually, yeah, you bring 40 bucks. I used bucks. to go to the game with $20 and get drunk. Like, I'd leave there hammered because I'd literally, you know, I'd get like 10 beers and stuff. So, it's just, it's different now. 
You know, they, they, that's the thing. It's pretty much just that stadium. But the game obviously has a problem because attendance is down, like, pretty much everywhere. And we'll talk about this with Scott Engel. We'll find out why. Dan Shaughnessy, Boston Globe writer, kind of a cranky old uh, man. And I saw a fantasy guy today on Twitter. I don't know, one of the some fantasy guy for some fantasy site, whatever. The guy that wears the shirt there. So um, the guy who wears the shirt. Yeah, the guy with the shirt. <laughs> the guy in the plaid shirt. One of the one one of the eight million fantasy kids in plaid shirts. So, and he's all like, "Oh," he said, "You notice because uh, Don Sha- Shaughnessy wrote a piece earlier in the week stating that baseball is boring and no one's watching it and attendance is down and it sucks." And this kid was like, "Oh, you know, it's only you notice it's only old sort of cranky people that are complaining about baseball right now." And I remember talking with Mayo about this a couple of years ago because Shaughnessy was also one of these guys that stated a few years ago that fantasy guys don't love the game. They're like, he said, like, fantasy people ruin or ruining baseball. They're not really sports fans. They're just numbers geeks. And I remember Pat Mayo saying at the time, that's a pretty stupid thing to say considering that numbers geeks dedicate their entire, entire lives life. to these numbers of this sport. Exactly. So they obviously love that sport. I agree. Right, I agree with Mayo. So I, you know, I look at that, but at the same point in time, but you got to remember something: are fantasy guys going to games? That's the thing. And you we, know what I mean? And me and you talked about this. Millennials are very tight with money. Yeah, they, they've changed. They're not like and us. And they're broke. Yeah, that's another thing. And they're broke. I agree. So, like, they don't like spending money, man. Like, they're scared about like owner house so ownership. That's, they that's save, what I was save, thinking when I saw this fantasy guy. The first thing I thought of, I was like, dude. You might be playing your DFS lineups every night, and you might be writing about baseball. But how many game. games a year are you going to? Yep. How many year? How many games a year? You know, is Dinkmeyer going to? Dinkmeyer is the biggest DFS. You know what I mean? Well, I don't picture Dinkmeyer going to a ton of baseball games. The guy's busy making money playing the well, game. Well, that's kind right? of my point. And if you're playing that many DFS lineups, you're probably just got the baseball package at home going ding 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 ding, checking out all yeah, your lineups. Television, has, television, you know, yeah, it changes everything. With the streaming, you get every game. And baseball, uh, you know, baseball's trying to make it faster. They shade five minutes off. Yeah. That big, guys. Millennials are going to come running then. Millennials are tight. They don't like to spend. Scott Angle next with his take. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Without a recipe? No. Or going to trial for public urination without a lawyer? 
Listen, why would you go into your fantasy football draft without the Roto Experts exclusive edge fantasy package? We have a fantasy Hall of Famer and a number one overall accuracy expert on the staff writing articles, compiling rankings, projecting uh, 2008 statistics, and answering your pre-draft questions. Our company has been nominated for over 60 fantasy industry awards in the last three years. We are here to help you win. Go to rotoexperts.com, use promo code WINNER to get 10% off and uh, give us the honor of leading you to fantasy glory with the exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. As it is going to be a fantasy football draft season right very, very corner. soon yep. uh, for the uh, the uh, casual player. And um, for a very limited amount of money, why not be uh, the smartest guy in the room and uh, take your friend's money? And uh, you, know, you don't even have to tell them. You know, they're going to wonder, how the hell did this guy get so good at this stuff overnight? And, uh, well, you got so good because uh, you're getting analysis uh, from uh, Jake Seeley and people like uh, the King. Scott Engel, who joins us right now. Scott Engel, what's going on, Scott? How you doing? Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me as always. You know, we're right into the crunch of it now with with fantasy football. The exclusive edge package is live. And, uh, you know, but I'm in the middle of a slow draft. And I took LaShawn McCoy in the fourth round last night. <laughs> Wonderful. Great timing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but, you know, like I tweeted earlier, I mean... It used to be innocent until, yeah. until proven guilty. Now it's like you have to prove the negative in the society that we live in right now. And now that we don't even wait for a trial, it's just a hashtag, 140 characters, and uh, judge, jury, executioner. So I w- I'm going to take yeah. a deep breath and let stuff play out here as far as McCoy is concerned. Yeah, I, I, I think you have to uh, as a Buffalo fan, but as a fantasy player, you got to drop him in your rankings because, you know, we saw this with Ezekiel Elliott last year, that nothing was proven, and yet he still got suspended. And, look, you can make all the conjecture you want. I'm not sitting here to do that. As a fantasy analyst, i got to tell you, you got to be careful about yeah, dropping yeah, it yeah. now. He went, he went from 12 to 23 in my ranks in PPR and rotoexperts.com this afternoon because you never, ever know how the league is going to decide on these things. Yeah. Ever anybody can guess, they can speculate. They You're never right. ever know for sure. So even if innocent, he could get six games. Who knows? Yeah. Even yeah. if innocent, he could get the whole season. Cam, I don't know. Unbelievable. <laughs> That's the thing. There's no and like Scott for, saying, for it's true. true. There is no precedent yep. or consistent precedent true. with Roger Goodell. He's all over the place he with is. this. And as Scott stated, it is true. You don't need to be found guilty in a court of law. Look at Jameis Winston in the Uber situation. If you get suspended for accusations yeah. of touching an Uber driver, then, right, and there was no, not even a police report uh, for that. But it's a strange story. There was a police report just quickly. For the record, I wasn't in love with McCoy coming into the year anyways. Every time he goes down, I'm, I'm always scared he's hurt. He's not going to get back up after. Can, um, I, can I ask you a quick question, Gabe? Do you think yeah. – do you think that uh, you know last this week on my because my credit card I use it so much that I got a t- uh, <laughs> half price discount on Uber rides? You don't think Jameis Winston got one of those, do you? Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's he's barred from yeah. Uber. <laughs> yeah. and, and I want to I want to know like both him and Larry David have been barred. You know who is worse? Yeah, he's he's got a real bad driver. <laughs> Who's he with now? Lift? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. probably words out. Yeah. Lyft, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ronald Darby's a real piece of work, too. Yeah, he's always around these situations. Uh, he was it's there weird. for the Tallahassee alleged stuff. And 
Darby's such a liar. Like Dar- Darby's <laughs> like, man, he never touched her at all. Turns out Darby wasn't even in the car. Like Darby, yeah. like this. He's this, like his mouthpiece, but he. That's what I'm guy, saying. Yeah. There's always a story yeah. to a story to a story, right? And that's what I'm saying about this McCoy stuff. So just for the record, if you're tuning in, you're unaware. And we're going to get to the baseball second in a second here, but with McCoy. There was accusations. A woman on Instagram posted a picture of a friend of hers who was brutally attacked and beaten, accused LaShaw McCoy of doing it. Um, Internet catches fire and, ooh, you know, kick him out of the league and uh, everything else in between. Now there actually is a police report that has been filed, but not at LaShaw McCoy. Basically, the gist of it is the woman that got attacked was in a home that – most likely is was belonged to LaShawn McCoy. And there was a home invasion in this home. Yet they, the police state it was a targeted event. And the people that were going into the house wanted specific items. So once again, I see people rushing to judgment and somehow feeling that this is a confirmation that LaShawn McCoy did something. Similar situation. Uh, remember a couple of weeks ago, the guy on the Giants, um, uh, Scott, you know, there was a murderer. You know, there was a body in his house. Yeah. It was his brother that did it. This, this this only happens to football players. You know, it's like I know you you, <laughs> you never hear these kind of things with baseball players You're at right. all. It's like with a baseball player, he's like, oh, he cut himself with a can yeah. opener. Yeah. There's a body in Brendan Nimmo's house. Hockey player, craziest thing. No. Like, he, got drunk. Ne- oh, he got drunk Cam, and he crashed stop into it. a Tim Hortons. Kim, stop it. There would never be a body in Brandon Nimmo's house. I, oh, you, know, you guys can pull up the audio uh, if you want. Like JP has it in the system. I interviewed Brandon Nimmo this week. I love that, that guy. Is, that is the nicest guy. And I ask, I how do you always stay happy? I say, you're the happiest Mets since Gary Carter. <laughs> the king, king, he was happy. Huh? You know, king, king, his numbers too. You know, like we talk about snubs with Snell and maybe guys like you know. But look, if you look at his numbers, they're actually pretty equivalent to like a guy like Christian Yelich of Milwaukee. Like Nimmo's did some pretty dangerous. Like he could be an all star. Yeah, he. Well, I, I don't know. It's because he. It really started like you know into the season. The numbers are there, but it wasn't yeah. a full first half. But. Yeah. It's really blossomed for him power-wise at, at the uh, at the big league level. You know, if you guys give the interview a listen, you know, it's in our system at FNTSY Radio. You know, he really worked hard with the hitting coaches in the offseason to, like, lower his uh, launch angle to, to generate more power. All right, so let's jump in about the reason I wanted to bring yeah. in here. Um, and normally I'm not uh, doing radio segments um, based off of uh, Dan Shaughnessy columns. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, the reaction after the fact, and this is something that I've been talking about because I've been talking about potential rule changes to the game coming up. And, you know, number one, I know they want to, um, they're, they're talking about potentially lowering the mound again because they want more offense right yep. now. You know this, Scott, I don't have to tell you. Uh, that there are less balls in play than ever before, more more at-bats are ending in either a walk, home run, or strikeout. Uh, and subsequently, attendance is down, but kind of significantly as well. Like, you know, look, the Toronto Blue Jays are down from 36,000 fans a game to 27,000 fans a game. That's significant. The Marlins, I don't know, they can make up whatever freaking number they want to make up, but they're getting about 4,000 people a night right now. Um, the White, White Sox, Sox, empty stadium. Baltimore, empty stadiums. And, you know, I don't know if it's a lack of drama in the American League. 
I was talking about the Toronto Blue Jays situation in which I just think the organization are greedy and I don't want to pay $18 a beer for a subpar product. What You know, you go to the ballpark a lot. What are you seeing when you go to games? Why people are there? Why people aren't there? Are we over? I don't think we can say that we're, we're panicking about this because, you know, baseball is competing in an entertainment world right now. And, you know, this is why when they go to extra innings next year, they're going to put a runner on first base yep. or second base. This is why they want to lower the mound. Maybe they're going to make, make the fences in. What's your take on this, Scott? Why are less people going to baseball games? Well, here in Queens where, you know, I'm credentialed for the Mets, people aren't going because you just, they're just not winning. You know, in New York, you have a core of hardcore of Yankee fans and hardcore Met fans. You get your 15,000, it'll definitely show up every night. But you're not going to double that unless the team is winning. Uh, there, people won't come out unless you're winning. But I think baseball overall is just—it's not as popular with the youth anymore. I think it's a slow game compared to basketball and football. Uh, the personalities are not as interesting to the yeah. average fan, etc. I think people are going though for the ballpark experience because the ballpark experience is terrific. City Field's a great example. There's so much to do. You know, if you don't want to watch the Mets lose, it's you know the food is outstanding. It's like it's it's like it's like a restaurant with a ball field in the middle. You know, and that's why people go for the experience, for the community, etc. But overall, I th- I think baseball is is too slow. It's you know for when when we Cam we're near the same. I mean, Gabe we're near the same age, and I think Cam too is that when we were growing up, it was. It was more about having an afternoon at the ballpark with your dad or the family, yep. and your generations just aren't coming up like that anymore. And yeah, you know, they just they just they, they they feel like baseball is just too slow. It's it's too boring. Kids aren't playing little league as much. The baseball video games aren't selling as much as other people are not playing fantasy baseball as much as they used to. It's just you know the game is not as appealing as it used to be. The, the NFL is now America's pastime. I almost think that you need that there should be more sort of showboating. And it's funny because Bryce Harper brought this up and he got murdered for it when he said, let's make baseball great again or yeah. fun again. And you seal Puig sort of, you know what, everyone needs to loosen up, man. And Bat flips, stuff like that. Kids yeah. like bat yeah, flips. Exactly. I mean, they Babe Ruth them. used to flip bats, right? I yeah. mean, if we, you know, or it's a tradition and, oh, you don't do this. like. But this is it's just a fact here. So this is from Fortune Magazine, Fortune, uh, Fortune.com. Major League Baseball attendance has dropped to its lowest average in 15 years, down 6.6% from last year, 8.6 overall. Um, it's going to be the first time since 2003 that they're expecting to blow a typical average of less than 30,000 people. And that's where it gets this. Yeah, the money gets real. Listen to this. Well, there are no statistics readily available on how much this drop actually costs in a league. A quick calculation based on annual league-wide attendance rates. The 2,430 games played each season on average price of $76 tickets estimate a loss of $355 million in ticket sales. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. You like, know, it's, it's interesting. It's hard because... to pay Bryce Harper $40 million a year for getting 5,000 people in the stadium, Scott. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think that – I think uh... – you know, it's interesting because baseball is probably still the cheapest professional sport to go watch when you compare it to the average and top ticket price of the other of the other sports. But you know, you look at you look at uh, you look at you know the prices of the seats uh, in Yankee Stadium, like right right behind the plate. You know, and they're just. They're just like tremendously expensive. So, well, like four hundred. You know, there's there's that too, but you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, 
you know, maybe maybe we're looking at this wrong. You know, the Marlins and the Rays are so bad, maybe they're just dragging them down overall in the average. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. Well, like, take a look, Scott. You see the Royals 24 and a half out. Like, you know what I mean? The Baltimore Orioles, all these teams. There's no already, hope. That's the thing. Yeah. They're already done. We're in, we're in July, and you're done as a fan. A couple of months into the season, you're done. Like, no other sport. You can rip hockey and other sports, but a lot of the teams make the playoffs. You always have a glimpse of hope. If you're in one of those markets, you're done. What's the incentive? Yeah, and nobody wants to go to a baseball game in South Florida. I always say it uh, on the on the air in the Roto Experts in the morning. It's like, you know, South Florida is like the worst sports town, and I'm very surprised they got a new stadium. Like, nobody wants to go to see the Miami Marlins, even if they're good. They only turn out when they're deep in the You're playoffs. Right. Yep. This is how bad it is, though, and how bad the teams are, actually. I think you guys are right as far as the reflection of it. According to the Wall Street Journaler, there are currently six teams. All right. You know, the, the stats will change, fluctuate on day by day. Mm-hmm. But, you know, currently six teams that are playing below 400. Baltimore Arrows, Kansas City Royals, Chicago White Sox, Cincinnati Reds. The Reds actually turned that around yep. since then. Miami Marlins, Texas Rangers. With winning percentages below 400, the same amount of teams that were below 400 in the entire 2014, 15, 16, and 17 seasons. It's basically like yep. there's five in the American League. There's like five good teams, and, and everyone else, else sucks. Sticks, yep. And the National League, there's a little bit of competition going on right now, but there's no drama in the, in the American League at all, Scott. The only drama is is can Oakland potentially catch Seattle for the wild card? Uh Seattle's got a lot of talent. Uh, Oakland's played well, but I think a little bit over their heads. Uh, Seattle is has better pitching, you know, better star players like D Gordon, etc. I I don't think that uh I don't think that they're going to catch him. But you're right. There's there's not a lot of drama except for like when the Yankees play the Red Sox. The Orioles are 37 and a half games. <laughs> like it's just like I'm Listen, Rob Manfred's aware of this. Wow, and you know what some fantasy players feel that way because at this point in the season, the 37 and a half points out in Roto League, so uh, people start to tune out in fantasy baseball too. Yeah. And I, you know, every major yeah. league team has a fantasy football league and they love it. But then when they talk to me about baseball, they go, I can't imagine playing it. Just too many players and you got to pay attention every day. Even in fantasy baseball, you know, the popularity is dragged because you're talking about a 23-man starting lineup with a nine-man bench. Dude, I was way into my fantasy baseball uh, league this year for like the first two months, but but it, well, by the time I had like eight of my the starters on the DL, DL yeah, that's the thing. It's the DL. Too. I was sick of it. it. And I heard George Kurt say it before when he says, you know what? You play season long basketball or baseball leagues. It's just like who who's whose players get hurt less. Like yeah. it's you know what I mean? It's almost just frustrating uh, in, in that sense. But Manfred's aware of this. This is why they want to get gambling involved in baseball. Yeah. They want to shake things up. And they're talking about considering uh, they want to produce a more fan-friendly schedule in 2019, which could feature two-game weekend series between rivals, among other changes. That's the future of the game. The Yankees and the Mets in the same division. The Expos will be back in the same division with the, with the Blue Jays as well in Boston and Detroit. It's going to go sort of like hockey. Because they, they, the owners are losing too much money as well flying around, man. Think of all the travel. Yeah, that's a great point. You know what I mean? Like, they, they need these teams. Like, the Angels and the Dodgers should be in the same damn division. The Cubs and the White Sox should be in the same division. Because you just said it. You know. People, hey, is City Field packed or not? We saw that Sunday night game. Look at the atmosphere with the Yankees down there. If the Yankees and the Mets are playing each other 19 times a yeah. year, that's 19 sellouts a year for both teams. I don't know. They might, they might consider it overkill. 
It's never yeah. overkill. <laughs> Not when they're you're already, making They're already saying six games are overkill. The players are complaining. Yeah, yeah, well, they don't yeah. complain when they go cash their check, good, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, tell these players, you guys, yeah, tell the players, you guys come up with a better idea, right? Because short of you playing Team Japan next week, we're running out of ideas here. <laughs> yep. Well, hey, let's let, let's put Miami and Japan in the same division, see what happens. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There's only a few teams. Um, there's only a few teams that their attendance is actually up. The Yankees are one of them. Arizona's one of them. Mm. Houston is up because they won the World Series, yep. and Seattle's attendance up. And they're playing really good. Yeah. So, yeah. in other yeah. words, you yeah. need to be on pace to win 107 games, and then it's people like, will show up. Exactly. Like, like exactly. I said with the Mets, people are not showing up simply because they're not winning. It's not like it's not like the NBA. It's amazing how bad the Knicks have been over the years, and they continue yeah. to sell out. Because the NBA is pure entertainment, right? People aren't even going for the game. In the, like in the said, 80s, almost with baseball. In the 80s, I used to go to Madison Square Garden, and I remember going to a Knicks Spurs game, and I was walking in. Somebody said, hey, kid, you want a ticket? I'm not going. Really? Just give it away, huh? Yeah. Give it away. Yeah. Thanks, Scott. All right. A pleasure. Have a good one. All right. Get the exclusive edge package. Enter the king at checkout for a discount. Scott Engel. He's going to have some more rush. Super shot.